BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listening to Moneyline with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Welcome into a Thursday afternoon right here on the Grid Series XM Channel 159. This is Moneyline, Donnie Wrightside, along with Kevin Walsh. Over the next two hours, it is officially, Kevin, game day in the NFL. I'm a little surprised at how uh, excited you sound about <laughs> the game, despite the yes. fact that I, I know beautiful. Like at any moment you're going to talk about how irrelevant and pointless mm-hmm. The yes. game actually is. Now, are people betting the over since this morning, Kevin? 29 and a half. And as I was doing the final segment of the early line, I saw a 30 and a half pop up. Are we expecting fireworks tonight in Canton, Ohio? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a real explosion at, at 30 and a half. I will say, we didn't get into these specifics on the morning show, but the 29 and a half on FanDuel was kind of a low man. Uh, at uh, like across like the you know the shops that you know, I always wonder with something like that if you're the FanDuel sportsbook, but it's probably too like I, maybe they don't think about this at all really. But I wonder if there's something to you know what we'll post a low number, give us the over bets. Like we just want action in the room on uh, on this game here. Like it's good for our business if people are kind of you know betting preseason football with us. I, I don't know. I wonder if there's anything to that because they were the low man for, for a little bit there on that total. Yeah, no, certainly. Now, if we look at the preseason schedule as a whole, right? Now, tonight is a standalone game. We don't get any games, Kevin, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday this week. That's going to start up next week. Mm-hmm. And betting in the preseason, which I think I said many times, I don't partake in it. Meaning, if you bet it and it's on TV and you have fun, that's one thing. But do you have a decided edge? Like, oh, you know what, tonight, man, look at the quarterback matchup. I mean, Nick Mullins going to be rule the roost tonight. He's the best of the bunch. That's why I'm going to take, let's just say, the Vegas Raiders. Because if you scroll down into next week's games, there are a ton of one-and-a-halves, twos, ones, three-and-a-halves. And then you see, hold on, I'm going to just do a quick flyby on this one. All right. Obviously, the high number of the week is the Baltimore Ravens at a minus four-and-a-half. Are they the only team that you can say, outside of them being, I don't know, a touchdown favorite, you just bet them blind because they always care? Is that still holding up this year? Is that still the only way to bet preseason football? 
You kind of have to, though. Uh, you know, if you have the willingness to go against Baltimore, considering the main pieces are still in, or the main piece in Harbaugh is still intact, you're just hoping that they've overinflated a number. But again, that does four and a half really sound overinflated? No, not really. I, I do think the fascinating thing, because I, similarly to, to you, am not going to uh, consume myself with capping uh, preseason football. I know we're excited for it. I'll check in. If I think there's something that kind of jumps off the page, like you got it. We've still got some real baseball, uh, mind you. But I want to know the people that are. Like, again, like we talk about, you know, even forget the people that are betting it. Like, the setting the numbers. What are we doing? Practice reports? Evaluating the the depth charts at a high level, like where, like just year over year performance in, in preseason. Like how are, do you just set everything and pick and let the market tell you where to go? I, I like the two because the one team I was trying to scroll down to see, which typically has or what I think, because again, this is not me coming from. I have hard fact statistics, but I know just out of you know personal experiences looking across the board, people were always looking to take the Seattle Seahawks and the Baltimore Ravens in the preseason. So I scrolled down. I saw, like, the Seahawks getting three, plus three this year. Would this be one of those years, though, that you would look? And, again, I, the market dictates what it is. You would figure that Pete Cowell's like, hey, you know what? Uh, young team here, and uh, we're trying to prove ourselves. Let's get some wins. And I got to play Geno Smith two quarters, and I got to play Drew, Drew Locke two quarters, which even though we laugh at them as NFL starting quarterbacks, they would be by far the best quarterbacks in the preseason if they're actually playing meaningful snaps because they are NFL. NFL players where a lot of these guys getting snaps just to showcase if they want to play in like the XFL or if they can be the fourth guy that lands on the practice squad at this point. Those like, you know, you look at the statistics for coaches and how they've done over the past, let's just say, five years in the preseason. Andy Reid doesn't care about the preseason. He just fade the Chiefs because he's never going to play anybody. Those would be the only things I look at. And I still don't wager. I still don't wager on these or look at that stuff. Yeah, because it, it... – I don't know. It doesn't feel super necessary, right? Again, I, I think it's because you're, I don't know, it's like betting on minor league baseball, right? To, I don't know. Is it not? Like, it doesn't feel. I mean, my, I would actually have a better run at minor league baseball than I would at preseason because at least I know, like, the starting pitcher. It's not like one of those things that, hey, you know what? Right. Every pitcher in this game is going to get one inning. We don't even know who's going to pitch those innings. Like, all right, well, what am I actually betting this for? Because in the preseason, you can read the coaches' narratives on what they want to accomplish in the game and go off of that. But how many times have you seen this? Let's just say, again, Andy Reid with Donovan McNabb in Philadelphia. Just throwing that out there. And we're going to play two quarters tonight. Six of seven, first drive and a touchdown. No other starters play after that because he liked what he saw. Now, hold on, Big Red. You told me your first half. You can never trust any, at least in the regular season, right? McNabb is sharp in the first half. He's not coming out. You know, he's playing all four quarters. That's what makes it so tough in the in the preseason. Like I said, it, I don't know. It feels unnecessary to me. Like, they don't count the preseason games. Like, you don't have to maximize that window to be involved on that game. I don't know. That's how I feel. I mean, Stephen Ross down in Miami, I mean, he wants to flip the table and say, hey, look, 100 grand, you win these preseason games, pal. That's how you get back at the NFL and say, we're not tanking down here. But we got a long way to go on the show today with Moneyline. Good stuff coming up. Major League Baseball card already underway. And, yes, more NFL talk around the corner. Come on back. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back in Moneyline on a Thursday afternoon. And I got to tell you, on the East Coast, looking at maybe 100 degrees in DRS's area here at KW. So, and you're not really? too far off. It is a hot one, which is in the city of Philadelphia I, tonight. There is a baseball game, K-Dub. Go ahead. What do you mean? No, you don't no, understand. No, no. So You've been outside. I'll, Where I'll, are you at? What's I'll, going I'll, on? I'll, exactly. No, no, no. So, exactly. Oh, I don't uh, uh, often, this is normal, Apply too much thought into what the remainder of your day looks like yeah. uh, a- away from me. But yeah. if somebody were to make me guess, right, mm-hmm. I would probably say, you know, post-show YouTube, he'd eat something, he'd grab a nap, he'd do the radio show, he'd eat something again, and then he's like an hour away from bed. I say that to say this. I will get home sometimes from the morning show and I will not be back outside for the remainder of the day. And I've got my, you know, air-controlled house. I'm sure, you know, most people do, right? Like, it keeps the temperature. So, I sometimes I feel like I, I like, miss out on the weather. Like, I'll pop my head out and, hold on, man. When did, I didn't even know it was raining. So, I'm just, one, I didn't realize that it was that hot. Like, we're not that far from one another where it's 100 by you and 82 by me. Which means it's, it's just piping hot in general. But... But it also just like what were you doing with your day that you were outside in the mix? Well, we have after we get off the show today, so I'm like, all right, you know what? Time to go out. I got to get some grub. Not just like I'm going to go to McDonald's, but go out to the store, pick some things. I mean, you know, it's hot out here. So come home, mm-hmm. you know, knock out a bowl of cereal. Have a, what, what else? I had a bowl of cereal. I had another thing. Oh, actually, I had like a slice of pizza from last night that was still in the fridge, which delicious. Don't heat it up. People that heat it up are monsters. You eat it cold out of the fridge. It is absolutely tremendous 100%. Now, then I got to, I got, you know, I got a kid. I got an animal at home with a dog. I got to take the dog out. And then I start feeling ah. like, whoa, like, whoa, dog. Like, hurry on up out here and get home. So in the afternoon, when I get off of the radio show, I still got a dog at that time that wants to go out again, and that's when it starts to blaze. And I like to walk around and sometimes get a little exercise in. You can feel it. And I'm an early riser in the morning, too, where I walk my dog basically before the sun comes up, and you can tell when that day is going to be rough. Like, you go out like, whoa, the sun's not up and it's hot. What gives? That was today. Yeah, it's a hot day. That's a hot day then. I don't, I don't know if I'm 
if I'm back out in the mix uh, now that I'm kind of situated here. But I mean, I, like the like I'll watch the Hall of Fame game for sure. So I'll try and make sure I'm sat down for uh, whatever we, that yeah. is going to begin. You, you get to, you're you're to watch the festivities, you're though. Pumped. Like you do. You are. I am pumped because I like to see football back. Because when I see it on the TV, it's official. And I tell this to everybody. I'll watch the pregame for about ten minutes. Get the sights of the field, the teams, the jerseys. Like, ooh, we're back. They'll kick off, and I'll be like. This stinks. This is the worst product I've ever seen out here. And turn it off quickly and realize why I don't like preseason football, but just the fact that it's back. Now, as I say that, you like this type of stuff, right? All right. I'm going to give you a quote today from a practice this morning, which was moved up from 10 a.m. to 9 a.m. because of the heat. Quote, it was a rough outing today for Eagles offense and Jalen Hurts on Thursday. Does it open the door? Does it open Does it open the door? I mean, Minshew, it's factual that Minshew hasn't played all that well either, but is it time that he started jobs up for grab in Philly? Is it time yet? No. Like, what I, what I really don't understand, though, uh, honestly, I do not understand why you are so low <laughs> on Jalen Hurts. Like, I'm not saying that you should think that he is, like, very clearly going to be the franchise quarterback for decades upon decades. Are you saying I would be upset, Kevin, if the news came out that, like, man, Hurts was awesome, as opposed to Hurts stunk? Like, I would rather hear that Hurts stunk at practice today? Yes. Which I don't know I about is, that, though. True. Yeah, I don't know. Now, then again, look, sometimes we get lost in the sauce of, of these shows. But here's the thing. Sometimes I want to defend you and say, ah, it's kind of in the mix. Like, you're, you're running up the bit, making fun of me because I'm hopeful for Jalen Hurts. <laughs> but you're an Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. Like, something had to get you to this point. Yeah. I don't fi- Like, I was rooting on Vic, Kevin Cobb. I'm talking about some of the worst, like Jeff Garcia. Like, you're always behind the Eagles. But I just feel like I don't know. Like, the Eagles are forcing me to do this. They're telling me they I'm are. not supposed to get my hopes up here for Jalen Hurts. That front office is telling me true. that. Like, I think, like, Howie we- Roseman, like, you know what, week two, we got to make a change. And I think he'd be like, you know what, this is great. Now we're going to have fun this football season. No, That's what like, it feels I, like I, to me. I, I, how, though? Like, Jalen Hurts is very clearly your guy all year long. Garner Minshew last year stepped in for the Eagles, mm, played that tremendous. horrific Jets defense, right? Oh, Did his thing. Tried to take the job, and Nick Sirianni said, will you go away? They, they've done nothing to tell you that it's an open competition. Nothing. I mean, I've gotten behind Mark Sanchez in Philadelphia. I mean, we, you know, we go to different lengths here to, to root on this football team, but I just don't feel it. Also, by the way, you know, we, I'm not out that much anymore, right, where I used to have a job that I drove a lot, and you listen to a lot of talk radio. I'm not really in the car for that at this point. But they're, and they do a good job of stirring the pot here in Philadelphia and sports talk radio. There's no question about that. But the panic that they're trying to set in, like Detroit is going to come out game one and beat the Eagles because mm. the Eagles don't do anything in practices in the preseason. The, the panic is starting to get there. It's almost like they're willing their way for like a 24 21 loss to the Lions and just have full blown panic across the city of Philadelphia because you lost to the Lions. I do appreciate the energy coming from that section. Having said that, they still shouldn't, unless you know you just implode at the quarterback position, you should beat Detroit. But I do appreciate the fact that we're getting fired up in Philadelphia, not for a great season, even though they should make the playoffs. It's boy, watch them lose game one and we'll make them pay for not having a training camp where they tackle anybody for three weeks I like that that is the only possible reason that they could lose it's either the training camp or Jalen Hurts is a complete and utter disgrace at the quarterback position but I I think this might be 
Uh, for me, you've largely turned into a Philadelphia cynic. Like, your Phillies takes are rarely positive. The Flyers mm -hmm. give you nothing good to say no. ever as Zero. is. Like, and I just think I do it's like basically Sixers, fully... Yeah I, yeah, I think you actually might be kindest to the Sixers, uh, honestly, <laughs> when, when it's all said and done. And I think, but I think you're kinder to the Sixers than the Eagles. Like, I just think it's bled over. Like, and you're just built right now to kind of complain about about it for for whatever well, the I think reason it's it may be. No, it's a simple reason there for the Eagles because you, you want obviously I want the Eagles to win. I cheer on them every single week. Well, I bet against them. Sure, I bet against them. But I, I I'm telling you, the Super Bowl ruins everything. You people, it's like winning the lottery. When people say, "Hey, man, pfft, won 100 million bucks. Worst thing I ever did." Everybody wants money from me. I spent it. Uh, I got a, you know, a couple bad habits out of all this money, and I wish I never got it. I'd have lived a happy, happy and simple life. Feels like the Super Bowl did that. Like, cause I honestly say to myself, my life was complete when the Eagles won a Super Bowl. So now I say, hey, they lost, they won. Also, it's crazy. It's if that Super Bowl never came, you would still have a, you'd have an edgy DRS here. That, you know, I like to have some fun and do this, but you'd have a real edge on me knowing that. You know what? I never get what I want. I'm never going to see a Super Bowl. I saw it. I saw the Super Bowl. Maybe I'm that fan now. It's like, hey, hey Jalen Hurts, whatever. Good season, yeah, bad season. They lost in the playoffs last year. I, I would have thrown, like, you know, beer bottles through my windows if we lost in the playoffs a decade ago. Not anymore. Well, I mean, like, so that's growth, and that's good. But I feel like transitioning to a semi-indifferent fan – doesn't translate to actively rooting against the quarterback that the team is giving a chance to be their franchise guy who made the playoffs in his first year as a starter. Like, you've not I mean, given Jalen Hurts yeah. a fair chance. No, I haven't because like, I don't – because, I again, I haven't because the front office hasn't. Every yes, time, have. what are they telling you? Man, this guy can't play. We're not gonna. No, they're ready you know, to go. Just we don't case. know what we're doing here. We're gonna load up on backup quarterbacks. So let's make sure we keep our options open. Like if they were serious, Jalen Hurts is our guy. They would have went wild in the draft this year. They ain't pushing anything back. Trade this. Trade another first for another legitimate player here. We're ready to win now. And they're like, hey, you know what? Hold on till next year because we might need that for a quarterback. Your draft takes are always so extreme compared to everybody else across it's all. Fire. Teams. And by the way, you know who's not mad they got traded? Wilson Contreras, solo blast. And the top of the first as the Cubs take a one to nothing lead over the Cardinals. Come on back with us right here on Moneyline. It is Thursday afternoon on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. 
The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back at it here on Moneyline for a Thursday afternoon. It's Donnie and Kevin here in the afternoon, Sirius XM Channel 159. If you want to get in the mix, you know how to do it. 844-843-6879. As we head to the phone lines here, first caller up on the day, Redtail from West Virginia. What's going on this hot Thursday in the Northeast? I tell you what, guys, it's hot here, man. Mm. Hot enough. Uh, uh, more, more rain is coming, but uh, I've had enough of that stuff. Yeah, cool us off. Hey, I, 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 I mean, we need some cooling off. Man, it's hot here. It's, it's like 90 degrees here. Hot. Hey, I, I was trying to beat Moose to this. Mm-hmm. Have you guys tried the uh, pressed Cuban hamburger yet? No. Mm. Where could now? Is this going to be? Is this regular at like a like I can walk in and order this somewhere? Is this something I, I have to make by myself? Have to make. Again, man, it's uh, got uh, yeah. hamburger, Swiss cheese, sliced ham, pickles. Awesome. I, I mean, Moose yeah. will probably put on, downplay put the game, but it's an awesome ham, hamburger. It's a, it's a Bobby Flay recipe that, that I saw mm. online. Get anyway, down with that, sure. Guys, man, man, I'm confused about how how the world works. <laughs> like, like a better description, but if like a mm-hmm. a company and a union agreed to have an arbitrator say, okay, here's the rules. I'm to warn you. Yeah. What's that? Talking to NFL. Yep. Go and, ahead. No, yeah. Yep. I mean, here's the rules. That they let them make a decision. And then one side says, you know, yeah, you know, three weeks vacation is a little bit much. I'll say two weeks. So, so I'm going to take you to court over that. And I, I'm just, seriously, I mean, I'm just wondering, does Goodell think he's like the god of the universe that he can just change anything? I mean, again, guys, I'm not a union guy, but man, if you if you have an outside arbitrator and both sides agree on it, how do you not? At least listen to that and say, okay, you know, six, that's not enough. Let's go eight. But he came out and said originally he wanted a year, which he made a mistake by doing that, by showing his his cards. But I just don't get it. Yeah, to, to back up your point there, you are correct in one thing. The NFL never should have done this because it was an optics thing where it said for the NFL, if we think the judge gets it right, we'll keep it there. But if the judge doesn't get it right, we have the right to correct the judge. It never should have been to that point. And I don't know why they was even bargained in where it's like, okay, we'll get a third-party arbitrator in here, but I can still correct the arbitrator if I want to. Just leave it up to Roger Goodell. Like, it's the NFL's league. If they run it into the ground and terribly, I guess that's their decision and that's their choice. But, Kevin, I don't, like your take on that, is it the same as mine? Where I mean, I like the optics of it, but it doesn't make sense if they say, well, come on. This ruling was terrible. We can correct it. It's almost like instant replay, right? If this is egregiously wrong, we're going to correct it. 
which I do believe it was egregiously wrong, but the optics are terrible. Like, you set this up to try to be more fair, per se, and like, yeah, you know what? Nah, I don't think so. To, to, be, to be honest with you, though, Donnie, first of all, okay, let's say they went the other way and they suspended him for the full year. Watson's yeah. camp would have appealed it. So we'd be yes. having this same conversation and be like, oh, the NFLPA, you got what you asked for, blah, 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 right? So it, I understand, like, the, the notion of a, of a, you know, hypocrite status, but nobody cares. And that's the other thing. When you talk about the optics being terrible, this is what I, I tried. That's why I said I told you so, uh, you know, Red Tail when he got going there. Nobody cares about the optics of Judge Robinson's credibility yeah. or the optics of the CBA. Nobody cares outside of Browns fans, respectfully, because they're upset that they're seeing that their chance at a franchise quarterback is going to go from a six-game suspension, which was a robbery, to a potential year-plus suspension, which is what the NFL is going to push for. Also, again, it's just an appeal process. You know, Goodell is ultimately, and I think you made a good point this morning, is Goodell can basically tell someone what they need to make the decision but still continue to pass the buck, which is probably kind of the smoothest move for him, and he'll, he'll look to execute that in a way. But, like, the NFL... Asked for a year. So the entire time they've made it very clear what they deemed necessary. Watson's camp has only made things worse on themselves by (laughs) avoiding the dollar signs through the nonsensical contract. By Watson showing zero remorse despite the fact what the Browns uh, stuff tries to pretend he has. or, Or, you know, when we know he obviously has not. So... This is a scenario where they're going to come hard because, look, this is negotiations. You have to start on the extreme end of the spectrum to hope the middle ground then is closer to what you want. They're not going to say, all right, they said six games. We need to up it eight games. Because then the the Watsons have to say, all right, well, fine, we'll land on seven. So they're 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 going for an indefinite suspension. And I think we are absolutely back to double-digit range expectation for me, Donnie, when we talk about how many games Deshaun Watson is going to be missing. Yeah, he's going to get that. And also, what is wrong with the Cleveland Browns organization overall? Like, you can get back into the room yourselves. I'm like, hey, my PR team is here. Deshaun, what do you really think about this? I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, here's what you're going to say. You are wrong. You are contrite. You are going to make amends. You are going to work with the community. You are going to go to counseling. And you are very sorry for what happened. That would have alleged that I still would have got a big suspension, but that goes over better in the room than, you know what? I didn't do anything wrong. I have zero. Like the comment that he made, Kevin, at the press conference, do you regret anything? No. Is he a moron? I don't know, but that's a terrible response to know that coming down the line, you're eventually going to pay the piper. Now, having said that, call lines are they're, they're blowing up today, K-Dub. 844-843-6879. The Moose is loose in Cincinnati. What do we got to say today on a Thursday here, Moose? What do you got? You know what I got? I'm going to tip my hat to Redtail. And in respect to Redtail, I'm going to make that Cuban sandwich Whoa. this weekend for my family. Because after all, West Virginia, West Virginia is my neighbor. I love West Virginia. I have the utmost respect for Redtail. Mm. Redtail, it's on. Your sandwich is going to be put on the table with some fresh Ohio corn on the cob. So there you go. That's what I have. And now, let me um, ask you a question. You know Are you what? on Twitter at all? Sure. So you on Twitter at all? No. No. I, so, you know what? No, because I was going to say I needed a picture. Like somehow we needed a picture of this when you make it, so I can get a okay, visual. Okay. Well, I tell you what. I, I tell you what. Um, I will get on Twitter, 
and um, I, I don't know how to use Twitter. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a 62-year-old cop that used to write all of his reports with pen and paper, you know? I mean, I have a smartphone and a dumb user. I mean, that's so, but, but, but you know what? You can teach an old dog new tricks, you know? But, yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll, if you, I'll if you can't use Twitter, if you can't use Twitter, i got a 347 phone number that I'm going to get out on the yeah. air that you can send it to us and we can take a look. How about that? Yeah, no, and, good, and of course. Um, no, what did hey, you just say? Hey, um, how about this? Um, after I, I get off, how about if I give uh, JP my email address? I like there it, yes. Go. Would that work? There you go. Yes. Yeah, that'll be good. Okay, so that way, because that way everything, that way, yeah, 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 yeah. That way we keep everything nice and, uh, you know, on the down low, so to speak. Because I've got a few people out there in the country that don't like me, you know, and they just, uh, I got a few people across the across the border down south that would love to get their hands on me through some federal cases. So you know, that's that's okay, and. but, uh, hey, and I am with you guys on this. Well, I'm done with this Watson stuff. You know, suspend them for a year. But in lieu of this, I do have a futures pick out of this. I want to see what Chubb and Hunt are going to do for over their yards um, mm. for a futures pick. Because, you know, those first six games, they're going to be running the heck out of them guys. I, Y'all love you know, Chubb, too. That's, I do. Yeah. You know what? Nick Chubb, he's a stand-up guy. He's a stand-up guy. I feel sorry for some of them players that uh, chose to come uh, over to the Browns thinking that Watson's going to be there. Because I don't think Clowney would have been there. I don't think Amari would have come. You know, Cleveland is getting what they deserve. I hate to say it. I'm a diehard Browns fan. But uh, they're getting what they have. And in closing, Red Tail, you're, you're – Famous Bobby Flay sandwich is going to be on the menu this weekend. I like Bobby Flay. And um, you know what? Manja. Let's go, gentlemen. Let's go. Beautiful. Look at that nice little manja right there. I mean, this this is good stuff. This is caller on caller. Not crime today, Kevin. Caller on caller love today. Reaching out, crossing the aisle, talking sports, and eating food. It's about what it is. Now, I know you weren't paying attention to a lot of, you know, what was going on there, but tried to sneak in a, a 347 area code number. Over the red tail is going to complete the final seven digits. Thought you would got a kick out of that. What do you say? No, yeah. I, honestly, I, I, I mentally logged off there for a moment. <laughs> so, um, so I probably could have read it out there, and it would have had, it would just went right by at that point. Now that yeah, would have been good radio. No, that that would have been great radio. Bad. Now, is this going to be a tough day in your household today? I think it's a tough day in your household. What if I would tell you right now there's a chance the Yankees can get Didi Gregorius for free just as a vet bat if, or if a vet presence? That, if you yeah. think that didn't get – if you think that that update oh, wow. sent to me via text. Oh, my goodness. And I've already quote tweeted it, it and I demonstrated it, to yeah. the New York Yankees what the appropriateness – uh, now, you mean to tell me the Yankees are really downgrading if he enters that lineup for I, I, I'm an IKF? Yeah. yeah. Please. 
I mean, I that mean, guy's giving the well, chance, giving the chance okay, to shine. I love, now granted, like, Didi's a good guy. He's owed money, and the Phillies just cut him loose. I like when organizations do that. If they don't say, we paid him a lot, we can't cut him now. I can't show my ownership group this. Man, Phillies like to light some money on fire time, and they're doing it here. But we are on fire today on Moneyline. Let's keep it going. Come on back with us right after these words. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back in the Money Line. One, or should I say, the first hour of Money Line. It's Donnie and Kevin here on an afternoon show, having some fun. Major League Baseball is a topic. Two games underway right now: Brewers, Pirates, one to one, top of the fourth inning. Man on base, nobody out. Chicago Cubs, St. Louis Cardinals. Cubs a one to nothing lead here in the bottom of the second inning. So we'll keep an eye on those games. Some more afternoon baseball is also on the way. Dodgers and the Giants at 3:46 Eastern, and then the Athletics and Angels at 4:08. Rockies and Padres at 4-11. Then the night slate starts in Philadelphia with the Nationals and the Philadelphia Phillies. Two things here. Obviously, we just said Didi Gregorius has been released from the Philadelphia Phillies. One of those guys that's always – he's always had a nice power strike. I mean, he he has one home run on the season. Like, really struggling. And you knew something was going to happen because Gene Segura has been off the roster for, what, like, you know, 45, 50 days. Broke his finger, broke something on his hand. He's now back. You got two new guys back through trades, right? So you got the yeah. reliever and Robertson. You got Noah Syndergaard, and also you got Marsh. So there's almost like a numbers game that you have, and I think they want to keep like the guys like Britson Stott up at this point. So he was one of those where it's like a cap casualty, if you will, which it's sure. good to see that the Phillies aren't operating and saying, like, even though I'm not high on Bryson Stott right now, but if you feel he should be here above Didi Gregorius, don't say, well, hold on. I control this guy. I can send him up and down from AAA. He doesn't make any money. I can't cut Didi, who's probably owed, what, like six, seven million bucks the rest of the season. You just DFA'd him, which means you say, here's your check. Good luck with you. We're going to keep the young guy here. So from that perspective, I do like it. Now, flipping over to people and talking about money, the Steelers and Deontay Johnson agreed on a two-year extension, $36.71 million. That's pretty good for him. 
And the reason I say that is I don't think he's at the level of a lot of the guys who – and it's not fair to him. It really isn't. But just my perception, you know, the, like the DK Metcalfs of the world, even the Terry McLaurins, you know, um, Tyreek Hill. Like he's not in that upper, upper echelon, right? Of, of wide receivers. But I think this works for him. He got close to $20 million if you combine those two years and still very young where he could get back out into the market as if it was a five-year, six-year extension. I think it works well there for him. Gives him that money that says, look, I'll just focus on myself this year, right? If things don't go my way and I don't have 115 targets because of Mitchell Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and, you know, a rookie quarterback, I'll live with that. It's a good move by the Steelers, and quite frankly, it had to be done. So it's a it's a really good move, I think, by the Steelers. Now, what is fascinating is is can you get these guys at a cheaper? Usually, this doesn't work this way, though, isn't it? Right, like Donnie, like the less years, the more expensive it might be for a guy of this caliber. But if you give them that guaranteed year platform, they're they're going to be fine then, you know, because overall, it's more money throughout the life of the contract. I mean, to be under twenty million annual. For Deontay Johnson is a little surprising. We, we talked about this uh, a couple of times here. Just the, the days of, of a guy being able to turn and say, hold on, they paid him this, now you need to pay me that, is a little surprising. And no, I'm not saying he can point towards Devontae Adams or point towards a you know Tyreek Hill, but he can't point towards Terry McLaurin? <laughs> Terry McLaurin's numbers, Donnie, if you go and pull him up or, uh, you know. Now, Terry isn't. Paid a, a significantly more money, but he he got more years on his deal. I don't know. It's a, that's a little surprising, again to me. I think that's a Steeler friendly contract outside of the fact that it's really a light in terms of you know years. He'll be a Steeler for two years unless we do a, a surprising trade request scenario, which I, I really wouldn't anticipate uh, entering the fold there. Uh, how much was how much of, of the twenty seven guaranteed? Yeah, yeah, I didn't see. I actually didn't see that. Years. Yeah, yeah. Be it was a nice move. And also, what do you think they were fighting over? Because he's like the last one to get done. This wasn't like, oh, by the way, last week I want to do a new contract. Let's get to work on it. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. He's always wanted his money. I wonder because obviously the two years is interesting, and you know, keeping it less than twenty million is interesting. I wonder what he was asking for. More lengthy terms, shorter terms. I just want some, you know, this amount of money guaranteed. Because whenever you're last in the door. That means you put your thought processes out there, watched everybody else get money, and then you wound up with this. Now, granted, he wouldn't have signed it if he wasn't happy with it, but it looks like a good deal, but also a little bit different deal from what we were seeing from everybody else. I will say, though, of all the positions in the NFL, right, where, you know, a quarterback needs to make sure he's on a good team, like a wide receiver needs to make sure he's with a good quarterback, right? Like if you go and you look at the top-paid wide receivers – there's mm-hmm. such a strong connection to their quarterbacks. Really, again, the only exception, and it's why some people still will argue he's the best in the sport, is DeAndre Hopkins. Everybody else is just running out there with the top three MVP ladder, essentially, it feels like, when you kind of look at the, the guys that get paid. Like, could I almost argue that Deontay Johnson just should be, you know, kind of looking around the room and say, I got to get out of here. I'm never going to hit the $100 million plateau if I stay in Pittsburgh. <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe that is where they're more about team, right, than indiv- indiv- excuse me, individual statistics, right? That feels like the way it is in Pittsburgh there. But, again, who's going to be that quarterback who's going to start their plays a lot? But if I'm a wide receiver, 
I'm taking my money and running right now. I'm not risking it here. Like, you stink next year on offense. Don't go blaming me. And then I try to ask for some more money. But, man, you better make an impact. You made no impact last year at all. So, at least, like, you get yours, and that makes sense to me. I just think, though, he isn't set up to be viewed. Neither of the two years that he is in Pittsburgh will we have his Deontay Johnson, a top-five wide receiver in the NFL conversation. No. If no. I lift him up and swap places with Cortland Sutton, we might have that all of a sudden. If I yeah. lift him up and swap places with him and Alan Lazard, I'd almost bank on having that conversation. Having that conversation with the washed Big Ben was never going to happen. With Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky, has a 0% chance of happening. Or Mason Rudolph. Again, rookie Kenny Pickett, at least we don't know yet where we're going to land in the scope of things with Kenny Pickett, but there's a chance. There's a chance it's bad, but there's a chance it's great, which is, again, why I I am now tired of, you know, kind of being submissive to the fact that they, the Pittsburgh Steelers were dead set on giving Trubisky the ball week one, and I stopped banging the table for them to start Pickett. Uh, Trubisky stinks. He's always been bad, and they should start Kenny Pickett week one in Pittsburgh. By the way, you know what is going to be nice, even if it might be ugly, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense of rocket screen, jump ball to Claypool, rocket screen, jump ball to Claypool. At least we might get a different view of the offense this year and what they can actually do. Now, granted, it is Mitchell Trubisky running the show, but boy, that Steelers offense was so predictable where maybe you saw Deontay Johnson and he got a lot of those rocket screens for catches. I'm pretty sure they'll have that back into the fold, but maybe if he says, hey, you know what? I can run 40 yards downfield my speed and get the football, which mm-hmm. Big Ben only threw jump balls to Claypool on the other side. Third and eight, you knew what the Steelers were doing, Kevin. Three-step drop, throw it straight up in the air and hope Claypool can come down with it somewhere along the sideline. It'll be nice to see that that actually, you know, is not going to take place at this point anymore. So let's take a look here at the NFL game tonight, K-Dub. Like, we need to start the process on this. Now, I didn't check in the last two hours. Do we have any more wagers here on the FanDuel Sportsbook? And we do. We do, K-Dub, a first-half total. Guess what it is? Fifteen and a half. Sixteen. Sixteen. Now, this is where you're going to get, and I hate to say this, because, you know, most of the starters aren't playing, but at least you're not going to get the UPS guy playing in the first half. That's for the second half. Do we lean more towards an over of 16 points? That's basically right. Two touchdowns and a field goal kicked here. Like, madness that you would even have to contemplate a professional game with 16 points. You'd be like, yeah, you know what? I don't know if I can go over that. Because you need more than two touchdowns in this one. I doubt you're going to get a seven and then multiple field goal scoring drives. I doubt that. You need two touchdowns and another scoring drive there. That's what you need. If I – here's my thing, right? We we always talk about if you like over, odds are you don't like it by the skin of your teeth. So now again, it's the Hall of Fame game. I, I get it. We're doing our best. But if I get 21 or 20 first half points, then I'm in a great position on my full game total. Mm-hmm. But if I land at 14 points, a touchdown apiece, I'm still in a good position on my full game total. Any less than that, it doesn't matter. I'm lo- I have a first half losing wager. And again, anything above that, we, we feel phenomenal. So I, again, I, I look at that 16 and a half. And I say to myself, yeah, I, I just would rather be involved with the full game. I, I think it's a better process. But hold on now. So if we're talking about I'm glad you brought that up. 
if I'm playing this game, which I won't be, I would rather take if I like the over the first half than the second half. Because so many times you see these coaches, these teams start to get bored and say, let's just get out of here without any injuries and basically a running clock of nonstop handoffs in the second half. Are you worried about that no. at all? It's like, oh, you know what? I still think they'll open it up and these kids are trying to make a team and they'll still throw the football. I just look at that fourth quarter where I wouldn't be surprised if nobody scored in the fourth quarter. No, we, we saw last year that wasn't the case. It was, a, it was way more high scoring uh, in the second half there. If the game's close, uh, you're going to have guys trying to go for it. Because, yeah, again, Donnie, the starters aren't out there the full way. So if your backup guys are in there, you're trying to see what they're doing. Why am I just doing handoffs and not actually running any offense? So no, I, I'm not. I can't agree with you on that. Uh, w- with that idea, that, that's mm. not how I see it at all. That's how I'm looking towards this. By the way, quick question here. Some things pop up here. We're a social media type of uh, show. I like to say, like people ask questions there, we answer them through there. But how about this, Matthew Barry, NBC Sports? That means he's off ESPN, correct? Yeah, he made Sunday the, Night Football on NBC. Because mm-hmm. I've been following any. I didn't know if he's negotiating or off ESPN and waiting to do it. But that just came up as, like, he for me, he's like the originator of on-TV fantasy. Yeah. And he's going there. Must have been big money then, right? Like, his ESPN is like the ultimate platform for that. And then you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to Sunday Night Football and Football Night in America. So he's not going to be on all day. I, I don't know. I'm not sure about this. So, Barry announced he was leaving ESPN at least a month ago. Oh, he did. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. But didn't, he wouldn't say where he was going. It was, a, mm-hmm. I don't want to say a big secret, but probably couldn't say for whatever the reasons were. Yeah. My, without having the specifics of it, though, you might have more in front of you. Did he almost kind of do the uh, NFL coaching move? Or, you know, way more pay for way less work? And what I mean by that is... At ESPN, it's a it's a daily podcast. It's every single day. You're talking yeah. fantasy football. Where are they just bringing him on for Sundays? I mean, that can't be right. They've got to be bringing him on. No. For, what's yeah. the deal? Here's the details. Here, Matthew Berry joins Football Night in America and will host daily and weekly shows highlighting fantasy football and more on NBC at Peacock TV and NBC Sports Digital Pro platforms, which oh, means. Yeah. That oh, digital yeah. platform, which is very interesting here, yeah. I guess that, that growing market of you know the cable cutters and just being on normal broadcast TV, they're trying to build that platform. So you also know what that means. Let's just say, and I don't know what Matthew Barry was making. Let's say he was making $2 million, which is probably more than that, at ESPN. This is one of those going, hey, man, I'm in the biggest platform there is. Have a five a year. You know what? That sounds good. That's one of those deals. No, it's, 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 one, of, it's one of those situations where – these streaming services in an attempt to try and really get people to sign up, they need to get big names that they believe really can draw revenue and they're hoping that Matthew Barry's, you know, uh, trusted fantasy football uh, presentations get people to subscribe to Peacock. There you go. It's a new world out there. People getting their bags. Who's getting their bags next? Let's see. Well, Didi got his packing bags. Come on back with us. Have some fun. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Short little segment before we hit the top of the hour. This is Moneyline on the Sports Grid Network. Sirius XM Channel 159 Major League Baseball underway. And I did have in my notes this morning the first game we reviewed, Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. Now, I didn't bet this, but the lean was towards the Milwaukee team total over. And Mike Brousseau hits a two-run shot in the top of the fifth inning to extend the lead for the Brewers 3-1 to over the Pittsburgh Pirates, who the Brewers are trying to hold off the St. Louis Cardinals. Second game of the day already underway, a big one here. So basically looking at a head-to-head, per se, between the Cards and the Brewers because the Cubs hold a one to nothing lead over the St. Louis Cardinals. That game now in the bottom of the third inning. Live money lines here. How about this one? The Brewers, minus 1,300 with a two-run lead. And it's only the fifth inning with their bullpen in a little bit of disarray. So we'll see how that one holds up. But the Cubs, uh, it is locked right now. So I guess somebody hit a drive or a double or a close foul ball. So we'll see what that comes back in. But the Cubs are up one to nothing. So a little afternoon baseball as we have some fun, K-Dub. Yeah, we're getting in the mix here. That mm-hmm. Dodgers game does fascinate me, though. Because you know what I would – like what are uh, teams this year when they're going for the sweep? Like, I wonder what, what a team's yeah. record would be going for a sweep this year. I mean, they probably sweep more likely than not, right? Because it's, like you you, it's not like you head into the series going, it's hard to sweep. Because you already got the two. So you have to say, all right, it's in each individual game. Like, is that other team just trying harder than you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense at that point. But I would probably say, contrary to popular belief, I'd probably say there's a better record for the sweepers than the teams that are getting swept. I See, I, I think I agree with you, but I also think that would probably be contrary to popular belief, that that's yes. how the numbers would apply. Yeah. But I, I, think you'd be, I think you'd be right. It's like you're betting a lot of averages, but they, they just don't apply in that instance. Nope, there they go. And look at us heading into hour number two coming up here. NFL talk on the deck. Also, Brittany Griner, nine years in prison. We got a lot to go over here on Moneyline for a Thursday afternoon. Get involved. 844-843-6879. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 